Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hi friends, welcome to the second episode of Celebrate Cultivate. Thank you so much for your kind words about last week's episode on how to cultivate calm during the coronavirus. So many of you sent me messages to let me know that my ideas resonated and I just am so thankful that you're listening and that you're finding some encouraging words here. Two more things that are helping me cultivate calm right now are noticing the sunlight. I've just, I guess the sun has been coming out a little bit more in Austin. And so I've been noticing when the light is shining in through the windows or on days when it's been really sunny and we've been out for walks, just like really recognizing the sunshine and letting that soak in has brought me such calming feelings. And then the other practice that I've been cultivating is pulling a mantra card or a tarot card or some sort of card in the mornings. And I've recently been working through a deck called A Yogic Path by Sahara Rose. It's a beautiful deck. It has a guidebook that you can read that gives you deeper explanations of all the different cards. And I actually started with the full deck and pulled a card a day until I got all the way through the whole deck. And that's the first time I've done that kind of approach with a new deck, but it was really cool because it gave me a bit of a deeper understanding of all the different cards. And I just kind of like trusted that the universe and my intuition would present me with the card that I needed each day. And I know some of you have enjoyed seeing those because I've shared them on Instagram. Um, But that is just another thing that I've been doing recently that I highly recommend if you're looking for a small practice for cultivating calm in everyday life and especially right now. Today I'm going to talk about finding magic in everyday life and a little bit about Magical May, which is a virtual retreat that I'm hosting that begins tomorrow, May 1st, and runs through the whole month. But first, I have to admit that my logical mind can feel a little embarrassed and ridiculous about magic and talking about magic. Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) And I think I can kind of like get anxious and self-conscious about it because it sort of feels silly, but there's a much bigger part of me that is into the woo and believes in manifesting and trusts the universe and can really like hold on to all of those juicy bits of goodness. And so those things and that piece of me is what I'm choosing to focus on in today's episode. That's what I'm being guided by. And so I'm doing my best to trust that and kind of just like acknowledge the logical mind's fears about talking about magic and just like 
go through it anyway. So I believe there's a momentum and power in appreciating the small things in our everyday lives. I think happy accidents and coincidences are worth celebrating and that when those things happen, they can pass by without acknowledgement or we can pause and say like, wow, that's really cool and I can't believe that happened and just like think about it for a moment and appreciate the good in our lives. Um, Like I mentioned last week, I've really come to accept that I can hold on to multiple truths at once. So I think that life can be chaotic, confusing, unpredictable, frustrating, um, unfair at times. And it can also be calm, easy, and more magical than I ever imagined. So I think that both of those things can be true in any given moment or in any given life. And I think that the complexity and contrast and texture of our lives is what makes things interesting. And, you know, what would life be like if it was like all easy breezy? We probably wouldn't even have any fun because we wouldn't know that it was easy breezy without the contrast. So I know that for me, I've definitely found myself in situations and circumstances that I would have never consciously manifested. So that's something that I have to just trust that whenever I've been in those situations, there's been a greater meaning at play or some lesson to learn or something for me to navigate that is serving me or serving the highest good. And so I just have to accept that that's part of life and that we don't always consciously manifest the situations that we're in. But I have always felt better and happier about my life when I focus my attention on the things that are going well. When I appreciate the abundance in my life and when I tend to and care for my thoughts and when I act with intention, when I'm just more conscious about my life. And that isn't always possible. That doesn't always happen on a moment-to-moment basis. But whenever I stray from that conscious way of being, I try to greet myself with compassion and guide myself back to um, living from a place of intention and focusing on the good. And I know that when I look for moments of magic in my everyday life, I start to notice them more. So... For me, magic is delight and serendipity and things just falling into place, seeing aligned numbers like 222 or noticing butterflies everywhere like I mentioned last week. Magic can be little winks from the universe or massive nudges towards goodness, abundance, and expansion. So that's just like the good things that happen in life. I... From very, very tiny things to huge things, like I just think of it all as magic. And with everything that's going on with COVID-19 and quarantine, there's a lot of room to question the universe and like what is going on. Um, Or maybe you're so busy juggling this new reality that you haven't even had a chance to question anything. Maybe you're just barely keeping your head above water. All of that is really 
common, um, normal, acceptable, expected, given the current circumstance. In a typical year, May is a good time to reconnect to magic because it's a special pocket of time after the holidays, after the new year, after resolutions, but before summer hits where it's just like, I don't know, I think it just feels good to like reconnect to some of those intentions that you might have set to, if you picked a word for the year, you know, now's a good time to reconnect to it. So in any normal year, it's a great idea to reconnect to magic right now. But given where we are, (laughs) it's just an even better time. So I've been thinking a lot about what is magical May and why would we want to reconnect to magic? And I'll get into more of the details about the retreat itself in a bit. But for now, I just want to talk about, you know, with everything that's changed, even temporarily, we could all use a little more magic in our everyday life. So here's a few ideas for you to try, some things to consider, some just little tiny practices that you can start to utilize to reconnect to those parts of you that lift you up, that make you feel better. So one of the things that I really like to do is light candles to help me shift the energy in a room or help me mentally shift gears between one activity to another. Right now, we're not driving places, we're not commuting, we're not leaving our homes as much, if at all. And so some of those natural shifts that normally take place just aren't happening. And so finding little anchors like lighting a candle can be really helpful for creating a cadence in your everyday life, but also for providing some boundaries between one thing to another. And the nice thing about using a candle or essential oils or something like that is that there's like a clear beginning and end. So if you light a candle, it's on. And then when you blow it out, it's off. I really like to light candles um, when I'm like washing my face at night just to kind of close out the day or right before I sit down to record a podcast, I light a candle before I sit down to write, sometimes I'll light a candle. So there's a lot of different times when I just kind of need a little nudge. And so a candle has been a really nice practice for that. So if we're using the power of fire when we're lighting candles, another power that we can tap into is the power of water. And when we take a shower or we take a bath or we just drink a big glass of water, all of those little things that we do every day when we pay attention to them, when we do them with purpose, those can be a way to connect to magic. I think that with showering and taking a bath, again, like we need to get clean physically, but also energetically. Water is so healing, it's so soothing, and I mean, I think we have all probably had experiences of like a really great bath or a really nice shower. And then also like a two minute, I only have time to just like get in and rinse out and get out. And they're very different experiences, but even a quick two minute shower, if you purposefully, consciously invite in a moment of peace during that, it can change your experience. 
Another way to tap into magic is by keeping a gratitude journal. I think that, you know, journaling is so magical. It really can be a way to slow down your thought process, connect to something greater, a wisdom within you that's greater than your own like mental process. It can just kind of like help you expand beyond like what you're thinking about. Um, and it's one of the ways that I communicate with the universe. If I sit down to write in my journal, I'll often just let my pen take over and see what pours out of me. And it's almost always some calm, gentle guidance back to very simple things. Writing a gratitude journal is similar to that practice, but can be a bit more guided. So really focusing on what are the things that you're grateful for? What are the things that you're appreciating? You can just sit down and look at the room that you're in or focus on your body and then expand beyond there to the people in your life and the experiences in your life. I've never actually kept a real traditional gratitude journal until recently. I purchased one from Promptly Journals and I'll link to this in the show notes so you can check it out. But there's, it's a Promptly creates journals with prompts and um, as the name would (laughs) explain. But the gratitude journal that they offer is is so cool. Um, Some of the prompts are really surprising. They're not things that I've thought about or, you know, expected would I encounter. Like what, one of them was about like, what do I appreciate about past jobs that I've had or something like that? And it really just kind of brought me back to a few different memories and things that I hadn't thought about for a while. So a prompted journal um, and a prompted gratitude journal can be a great way to just like tune in to your inner wisdom, tap into the experiences that you've had that have brought you to where you are today and help you center on appreciation, which can invite in more magic. Another thing that I really like to do is when I'm wanting something energetically like magic and good feelings and high vibes, I love to put them out into the universe. So I have been known to make care packages for friends using things that are in my home right now, like books that I've read or crystals that um, perhaps I've purchased that are ready to move on to another home. And I like to curate little care packages out of things that already exist in my home. Some people call that (laughs) re-gifting, and that's okay too, but it's been something that I've been doing since the coronavirus. I've, I've really tried to step up my snail mail game because it feels so good to get a little piece of mail, and I know that whenever I receive mail, it makes me feel so good, so I love to put that out into the universe and help support the people that I care about with a little extra love and intention. So care packages, mailing a letter, a handwritten note, anything like that that you can do to put a little love out into the universe can really help bring some more magic to you and help you see the magic that already exists in your life. 
Another practice that I just invite you to consider is looking up in the sky and looking down at the ground. And so wherever you are, really finding your place within the space of the universe. So when I look up in the sky and see a sunrise or a sunset or find the moon, or like I said earlier, the sun, all of that really helps me connect to where I am within space and helps me remember the greater context of things, which I believe to be very magical when I let myself think about it. So all of these are good examples of what you'll find throughout the month if you participate in Magical May. It's a month-long virtual retreat for celebrating the magic in everyday life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm offering a few different methods for finding magic this month. So it's not, it's a virtual retreat that's not meant to be rigorous. It's not meant to be hard or like another to-do list item. It's really to support you in finding magic in your everyday life. So I encourage you to participate and to take action only when you feel inspired and to let go of the rest. You can pay attention to what resonates and really tap into that and trust that no matter what, the things that you need most are going to stick with you and kind of just let the rest of it wash over you. The daily prompts are going to be shared on the Celebrate Cultivate Instagram feed. So follow me over there and tune in daily for the prompts. They're going to be ideas and rituals for inspiration and there's really no right or wrong way to interact with the prompts. You can reflect on them in the shower or use them as a conversation starter. You can respond to them in your journal or write about them in an Instagram caption. You can hold on to a prompt throughout the day or you can read it once and let it go. Another avenue for finding magic through Magical May will be in the Saturday newsletters. In the newsletters, I'm going to present curated ideas, links, and resources, things that you can kind of browse as your weekend unfolds. You can enjoy it at your own pace with your favorite beverage in hand. I'll include articles and recipes and rituals for self-care, just things that are really like elevating my vibe that I think will resonate with you as you participate in Magical May. And you can respond directly to those emails for access to me if you have questions or comments or things that you want to share with the community. We can have a back and forth in the emails as we go along. I'm also offering a retreat guidebook that's available for download at celebratecultivate.com. It's going to be a PDF with all the prompts plus additional activities and resources for getting the most out of the experience. The retreat guidebook is perfect if you want to go at your own pace or if you prefer to just have everything at your fingertips all at once. It's meant to be your steady companion through Magical May, and you can use it in any way that feels most aligning to you. So I've designed it in a way where you can print it on paper, and there's plenty of white space for you to reflect upon things and work through the exercises, or you can save it to your files on your computer if you prefer to work through it in a journal or on your computer itself, or if you just want to scroll through it on your phone, it's going to work that way too. So the guidebook is really 
for you to support you and to have everything all in one place. Finally, I'm also offering a connection call for anyone who wants additional support and guidance through the process. You can spend 45 minutes with me and we'll talk through any roadblocks or challenges that you're facing and I'll offer a few rituals and practices to help you connect with magic and I'll leave you with three mantras that are personalized to what's going on with you and our conversation. So I'm really excited about that offering. I won't have a ton of them available, but I think it'll be really good if you're just looking to have some additional support and you just want like next level experience of your magical bay. So again, this starts tomorrow, but you can join anytime. If you're listening to this episode months from now, that's okay too. You can come over to celebratecultivate.com and just see what kind of magic we're up to now because I have a lot of ideas for future experiences and I just want to continue to support you and share inspiration and ideas for finding calm ease and magic in our everyday lives because i think that that's really the thing that i seek most and it's also something that i love to share so before i wrap up i want to just thank those of you who have taken the time to rate and review the podcast it really means so much to me and It really helps the podcast get in front of a wider audience of people who are seeking good vibes and ideas for connecting to intuition and intention. So if you feel inspired, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and I'll just be so grateful. I read all of them and it really helps me um, find additional motivation and inspiration for sharing with you. So thanks again, friends, and I'm so excited to get started with you on Magical May. Check out CelebrateCultivate.com, come hang out with me on Instagram, and let's make this month magical. Thank you so much for listening. Visit CelebrateCultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at CelebrateCultivate and connect with me at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.